A city based on industry, from market stalls to collieries, owners, directors, and entrepreneurs. Oh, we've got all that and more. No matter how high you fly, no matter how far you go, the spotlight's on you when we go Wrexham home. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Wrexham Business Spotlight podcast. My name's Adrian from AB Accountancy. I'm the host of this podcast. This is a show based on reps and businesses, and each week we meet a different reps and business owner, learn a bit more about their business, the challenges they face operating a reps and business. This week's guest is John White from Zebra Customs Design. At first notice, that may not be familiar, but I can guarantee there's at least one piece of John's work that everyone in Repsom will have done, and we'll get into that. John, do you want to start by introducing yourself? So my name's John uh, and I own Zebra Customs. I started the business two, around two and a half years ago in the lockdown period and it's just flourished from then and it's become a big part of my life now so I'm really looking forward to where it'll take me in the future. Okay, so for benefit people who don't know you, what exactly does Zebra Customs do? So primarily we customise shoes so if you bring me a brand new pair of shoes, I can put more or less any design on it. I've continued to venture out and do different things, so I've gone with denim jackets and more notably football boots. That was one of the big things I really wanted to do. I wanted to provide football, custom football boots for professional footballers and have them wear them on the pitch, and so far we've achieved that fairly well. How many, how many professional footballers do you think have, have worn your designs? Um, so, counting the Wrexham players, I think there's about seven or eight of them, I want to say. I'd have to reel them off, we'll have to have a think of who's, who's yeah. done them. But yeah, so I've, I've covered about half the team. I've also touched the women's team as well, I have one women's okay. player wearing them. And outside of football, it's been UFC fighters was the first one, and I've also had a professional boxer wear some shoes as Okay, great. So, sort of covering some different, yeah, different bases and different sports there. The plan is to cover most of the international sports in the world. I'd like to get a pair or an athlete that's wearing shoes in each sport. That'd be really cool. That that is cool. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I don't tend to get these big celebrities in the accountancy world, so uh, yeah, quite jealous straight away. It'd be really cool to do that. I think. And so, what's what's your background? What's led you to being designing um, football boots and trainers? I've always enjoyed like drawing and stuff like that and my mum was a really good uh, artist and I kind of like sort of saw her work and was like oh that's really good um, I wouldn't say I was like the best artist in school far from it I was more of just I enjoyed doing it um, I started studying like sports and exercise science in university it was interesting but it, it wasn't really giving me any fulfillment and then I had a conversation with one of my sports tutors who formerly taught me in college and he was like, well, where are you going? What do you want to do? And he spoke about trainers. And I think he wanted me to like maybe sell trainers or something. I was like, well, I could, I could maybe try and paint on trainers or something. So I did some research. Um, there's a guy on YouTube who I can't thank enough. I've spoken to him many times and said thank you for all the help you've given me. He sort of got me started on where I needed to be. And then it's just gone from there, really. Is that someone you knew or just someone you've approached? And No, he's, I've approached him. He's quite, he's quite big in America. He 
deals with a lot of the NFL athletes. He creates a lot of, I think they call them cleats in America, but uh, he's done a lot of cleats for them. Spoke to him, I was like, how do I start with this? And he directed me to one of his tutorials on YouTube, watched it, and then I just never went back from there, really. That's great. It's great that he's prepared to help you as yeah, well. Yeah, of course. Yeah, he's so helpful. Like a lot, of, I find a lot in this in this particular industry. There's a lot of people that just won't help you. There's a lot of people that won't tell you what sort of materials to use, how you're supposed to prep the shoes, ready to paint. A lot of people will just like ignore you. But this guy is just he's the the number one. He's very helpful. I'm very grateful to him. And at what point did you realise? This sort of hobby and interest you had could become a business. Uh, I think. I think when I started to get a lot of like interactions and traction from people within Wrexham, and they were like, "Oh, this is interesting." And then I think the big thing was when I first reached out to the first UFC fighter I did, and he responded, and I did them, and I just remember that feeling of fulfillment where it was like, "Wow, all it takes is just a couple of messages, and you can really." you can really create something or you can really make an opportunity for yourself and that was the biggest thing I think you, for any, to tell anybody is you can make your own opportunities very easily if you just put a bit of effort in. Yeah, so you're using what we'd call a very direct method of sales there, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, of course. Directly approaching the customer you want. Yeah, it won't work. Really. You could message 100 people and you might get one reply but that one reply can lead to something amazing really. And, and that first message are you just offering a design or you giving them an example of what you think they'd like you yeah, it's, researching the person first and so this person in particular was like he's my my favorite fighter in the sport so that was amazing in itself and i was just like oh hi wonder his name's wonder boy steve wonderboy thompson i said hi wonder boy i'm a big fan from the uk and it helps that he's got a we've got like a common interest so he likes anime i'm not sure if you're aware it's like a japanese cartoon yeah He's really into it, and I'm into it as well. And I said, oh, I'd love to make you an anime-themed pair of shoes. And then he replies, and it's like, right, okay, this is nice. We're going somewhere. Okay. So I did touch on it right at the top, that people who haven't heard of you or Zebra Customs Design, they will be very familiar with at least one piece of work you did. Do you want to go into what that was and spill uh, the beans on that? <laughs> yeah, it was the... Uh... You can here, right? No. <laughs> okay, well, it was the F the Tories... Football boots, I'm sure everybody saw them. They made Sky Sports News, the little ticker bar. That was quite fun. Everyone in work was not giving me abuse, but they were saying, oh my God. And they, they were for Paul Mullen, weren't they? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'd done work with Paul previously. He was actually the first Wrexham player that I'd worked with. Um, he wanted a pair doing for the FA Trophy final. And then this pair came about he approached me and said, can you put this on shoes? And I looked at what he'd said and I just started laughing. I was like, yeah, okay, let's go. Um, we got the pair sorted and within an hour, not even an hour, within 10, 15 minutes of posting them, my phone just exploded and it was all over the news, all over every social media site. And yeah, it was just, it went absolutely crazy. It was... <laughs> That, that that week was just, I had so many messages, abusive messages. I had people asking me to come on certain shows and stuff to speak about them. It was wild. Yeah. Did you did you go on any shows? I didn't because there was a bit of a conflict of interest with me at the club as well as I I thought 
for me it was like I don't want to ruin any opportunities I have in the future if that makes sense because I know they're a bit wary of me now I think I can just feel it like whenever I go there the players the staff are all great but when I go I think they're like oh no my, my impression from that episode was the club didn't like that the picture of the boots had the stand of Rexmon yeah. in the background and they're then being directed directly into it, yeah. So. yeah. No, I think that's exactly what it was and that was probably a mistake on my part to be honest so you say a mistake but added to a publicity yeah of course like I said this it was the the most public thing I've ever had for sure and it probably will be for a long time I don't think you're ever going to top that and it was it was more aim. so it was great and I believe I, I totally stand for what he's he's wanted on the shoes I think it's his opinion and Hello everybody, this episode of the Wrexham Business Spotlight is sponsored by AB Accountancy, who are an accountancy firm based in the heart of Wrexham who believe in producing high quality accounts and unbeatable customer service. You can visit our website www.abaccountancy.co or you can find us on Facebook and Instagram where we regularly post hints and tips to help you with your accounts and your tax. If you would like to sponsor an episode of this podcast in season two, please get in touch. Right, sorry for disturbing you, let's get back to the podcast. Okay. So one, one thing I think everyone is trying to do in business is use the word leverage. So you're trying to leverage opportunities you've got to benefit in the future. So obviously that was a lot of exposure for you at one time. How did you ensure that you could leverage that to your benefit? So how, how did you get across the message that it was you who designed them boots, rather than people just know what it said on them? Yeah, it was that was a, that was quite a difficult one really because a lot of the newspaper articles that posted them didn't really include my name, which was a bit frustrating. It's one of them where I didn't want to chase it up and be like, "Oh yeah, it was me, it was me," because as much as it was nice that I did it, it wasn't really about me. It was more just about the message and what it meant. I don't think people really were too fussed that I made them. I think it was just more the fact that a football player has, has had this on his boots and it's, you know, wow, oh, how could you do that? So has your working with Paul Mullen led to other opportunities off the back of his name and, and his profile? Uh, it, I'm very grateful to be able to continue to work with him because, especially now, he's got such a, a big profile and more so if I'm honest just being able to have him wear something I've created and make history and something I've created because you, how would you have a better ambassador than that he's the top goal scorer in the FA Cup like amongst players like Haaland it's just and he's scored them goals in, in your boots literally I put a post out in the last pair that I did for him last season I said these are the boots that will take Wrexham to the Football League. And they did. So I was literally there that day that they beat Boreham Woods and he scored two goals. Same. Boots, so yeah, he, he completely changed that round, foot, didn't he? Left foot. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. Um, so you said you worked with other Wrexham players as well? Yeah. Is that on the back of, of Paul? Has he sort of recommended you? And Well, it was, you know, like I said, I started with Paul and then Ollie was like, oh, I want some. I was like, right, okay, no worries, all. Um, then I spoke to Ben Toza, he was like, oh, I'd like a kid's on me boots, I was like, yeah, no worries. Um, then I approached Elliot Lee because I felt like 
one, he was playing so well, and I think I love the way he plays. He's brilliant. And two, I think he has a lot of good links, especially with like his obviously his godfather, Alan Shearer. I felt it'd be good to get him to wear him because that's like a good representation of where I'm at. Um, who else? Jacob Mendy. I, I, I like Jacob because Jacob's again with the Wonder Boy thing. We have lots of other interests, and with Jacob's is. I knew I could get creative on his because I know he likes like little niche things that I like. So okay. there's a lot of scope for what I can actually do on his. So yeah, it was his as well. Yeah. We've all, well, I also did uh, Andy Cannon's boots as well. The Lion King themed ones, they went down really well on, on the social media. Yeah, I, I remember the Lion King link with Andy Cannon because um, I think it was told on Ben Foster's Fozcast. Yeah. Didn't he say he was driving home and he saw a lion in the middle of a road or something? Yeah, he, yeah he's driving. It's so odd. I mean, it's not impossible, but it's just, I don't know. Do you think it's true? I, think, I don't know. I don't want to say I wasn't, I wasn't there, so, I mean, maybe I'll just ask Andy. Yeah. Was that his idea for that design or was that yours? It was, design? That, it was actually more of a surprise because I'd spoke with a couple of the lads and I was like, what do you think Andy would think if I put these on his shoes? And then I just started laughing, you know, he's classy. So I did it, and then I actually showed him, and he was really happy. Like it was probably one of the the better reactions I've got out of the players. Like, and I've actually spoke to him because he knows Ella Toon, the uh, women's. Obviously, she's a striker for United. Okay. I don't know if they grew up together or something, but there's a potential link there to get in with, with her for the, the women's team. So. Has Has Andy worn the Lion King boots? I'm not sure if he's trained in them. Because I, I did push him to wear them in, in a game because it'd be cool to see them on the race course. Mm. But we'll, we'll wait and see. I'm sure they'll be wearing at some point. So your link now is to go from Andy Cannon to Ella Toon and then from the Man United women's team to the men's, to the men's team. That's it. So you've got a pathway in there. Yeah. yeah. Now that's a big, big thing. For me, like I said, the big thing is a Rangers player is big for me just because I'm a Rangers fan. Um, and then a, a United, or, or just a Premier League player in general would be Right. Any other noticeable um, humorous designs that we've um, I did a pair for uh, some Wrexham fans in Wrexham community to be aware of this. His name's Jake Dodd. He's a professional fighter, fighting out of Wrexham. Uh, he got his first win a few months ago, so he's 1-0 in the pros. Um, his knockout went viral, I think about 4 million people. He's, he's boxing like UFC, isn't he? He's a boxer, yeah. yeah. So I did a pair of um, custom boxing shoes for him. Uh, he was really happy. And he's just—I went to school with him, uh, so it's just nice to yeah. give a bit back to an athlete that I knew as a kid. So. And I guess boxers wear bigger shoes. You could probably get a bit more of a design on, can't yeah, you? Yeah, and I, like I said, it's just the the fact that they don't go through the wear and tear that the football boots football boots do. So I think there's more scope for more designs, not having to worry about any durability issues. So. Potentially huge markets if you get to the yeah. real top no. end of the boxes. We'll be on ESPN or BT Sports. But like the Tyson Fury yeah. in, in your boots, yeah, that'll work, be, won't it? I'm convinced it's going to happen. So, oh, yeah. best of luck with that. Yeah. And it's not just designing, is it? You're actually taking away these players' boots and producing the artwork on it. Yeah, it's literally, so it's doing the paintwork. a big process. I don't think people realise what you have to actually do, especially with football boots. Um, there's a lot of prep work that he's doing to ensure that the paint will actually stick to the boot and I have had mixed results if I'm being honest like I'm not going to pretend like oh yeah every, every pair has been perfect and the paint stayed on like there has been times where paint's come off and I've been like oh why has this happened 
then have to go back, research, figure out why it's happening. Okay. So, so I guess for you to really sort of again use that word leverage for you to get the benefit of working with the Wrexham players, yeah. you're probably reliant on them promoting you and thanking you on their social media pages. Yeah. And to be honest, for the most part, they have been, they've all been great. Um, it, 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 like I said, it can be, be a story post or even putting it on the, the page is brilliant. That's the best uh, mode of like social media coverage is them posting it on their actual page. Then everybody that they follow them can see it and then it just goes from there. Like, That's a much bigger reach than you've yeah, got yourself. I can't stress enough like how important that is for creators such as myself. Like, if you're working with somebody that's high profile, then all it takes is them to just post and that helps a lot. What's Paul Mullins' Instagram following? Any ideas? Um, last time I checked, it was 150k, I believe. So I think he's probably the probably the fourth or fifth highest following I think I've worked with. Okay. Yeah. So nice. yeah, like I said, every time you post, there's 150,000 people that can potentially see it and more. If you're thinking in terms of other forms of marketing, to reach 150,000 people would cost the business a lot of money. Yeah, of course. Yeah, so, um, literally. It's a slow process. I think, like I said, it's with stuff like the big boost of the the F the Tories boots, like they took me up to like past a thousand. But it's such a slow process. Get it's hard to build yourself up. It's really hard unless you get one big break like that. It's yeah, I think once you're bigger, you, you grow bigger. Yeah, it's that course. initial push. Once you hit a certain difficult. mark, I think it'll start. So I'm confident we'll get there. Yeah. So what, what's the future plans? Do you plan to sort of use your, your exposure in Wrexham to produce trainers for everyday people in Wrexham? Or do you want to get into other football clubs and Premier League players, perhaps? I think long, long term, I'd like to make up a spoke shoe for Wrexham. Like, actually design a shoe, not paint it, like actually manufacture a shoe that's like for Wrexham or Wrexham themed. I've got an idea for a clothing brand that has, it's a very early days yet but I've got things in place to create that. I hope that'll you know help me get to where I want to be. Um, in terms of actual designs for players, I'll continue to do Wrexham players because they have been good to me and I feel like I'm giving a bit back to the town, I suppose, in a way. Um, my aim, my personal goals is I want to do, a, I want to get a, a Rangers player done, because I'm actually a Rangers fan. I was born in Glasgow, so. And I'd like to get a Premier League player done as well, and I hope to do that this, this season. And is that is that being done by directly mastering people like you did? Uh, I think it's, UFC well, I actually went up to the Rangers training ground a few weeks ago, um, just to speak to like some of the workers there and just say this is who I am, this is what I do. Gave a couple of business cards across. Because again, I just think if you really want to do these things, you've got to go out of your way and maybe get not uncomfortable, but for some people, you know, traveling four hours is like it's a bit of a pain. But you know, I, this is what I want to do, so you've got to yeah. do these things. And do you know what? For all the modern forms of marketing, for all the social media and uh, email drops people can do. There is a place for knocking on doors and speaking to people direct, isn't there? Literally. Like, and that seems to be working for you at the moment. hundred percent, so. yeah, I think that's been the best. Like, I've tried different stuff, I've tried like paid advertisement, I've tried like I said, like I've even tried like giveaways and stuff like that. So giving people an incentive to then follow and share because they might win something. 
but I think the best mode of getting yourself out there is working with these high profile people and having them wearing your product essentially. If you look at all the massive market markets, that's what they do. They get famous people to wear their things. Yeah, and look how, how Nike did with Michael Jordan back that's in the exactly day. That's yeah. probably the Mike, example, isn't it, of how it works? Paul Mullins by Michael Jordan at the minute. Oh, so. Yeah, and he's a much better one, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, of course. So just going back to you said you want your own clothing range and design your own trainers. What sort of time scale are we, are we looking at on this? Um, the, the clothing will definitely, I'm liking to, hoping to get it done by the end of this year. Even sooner if I can. There's just a bit of a hold up on the um, suppliers end. Um, we're just trying to work through that at the minute. I think, I think the, the time will appreciate it, what, what it is. So, so you've sourced a supplier, you've got the design sorted. Yeah. What about selling? Have you got a place of sale? Are you going to be physically retailing? Or uh, it'll probably retailing? be the same again. It'll probably be just me, me spreading the word at first and then once it, because I'm confident that I can get it running fairly quickly because thankfully I have such good like links with the club that I can help, I can use, help use them to my benefit potentially. Um, and yeah, we'll just see where it goes from there. Awesome. I look forward to seeing it. Yeah. Look forward to a, a freebie on the yeah, back of you being on this. Yeah. yeah. Nice t-shirt yeah, will do yeah. me, thanks. So what, what challenges do you think your business faces? Um, just uh, hot and cold spells with selling, I think, because sadly it's not something that everybody can afford or want at a certain time. I think a lot of it is it just comes in influxes, so one minute I can be dead for like a month, two months, and then next minute I'll have five or six people messaging me saying that they want this and this and this. So I think, yeah, just I think just staying motivated. I think working with the players helps me do that because it's I'm constantly working still, keeping up to scratch with painting and then obviously just waiting for the next order to come in really. And if with a clothing range sort of alleviate that? Do you think you'll then think, be more of a steady busy? Yeah, I think it'll just, it'll just give me that other thing just to have just to keep going with and um, just another income really. Okay, great. I look forward to seeing all that. Um, what are your plans for future and clothing range? You want to get to Premier League players? Yeah. So anything else in your lofty ambitions? I don't like I said. I don't, I, it just really depends on how it goes. To be honest, I'm kind of I wouldn't say coasted at the minute, but I'm just steady at the minute. Just keep doing what I'm doing, uh, and I'm just focusing on little personal goals as well as trying to build the business. I'd like to, with the clothing thing, I'd like that to be on a global scale, to be honest. I'd like to sort of contact America. I think they'll be right up for it because they love the club at the moment, don't they? And I think they'll be sort of interested. I'd like to speak with Robin Ryan directly and sort of... No, I don't need anything from them, more so than just, just to let them know who I am and what I'm doing. So I believe you have spoken to Rob before. Yeah, so uh, Rob actually follows me now on Instagram, which is pretty cool. Uh, we spoke a couple of times. Um, I met him last year where I handed him over a pair of custom gazelles with one side had eagles on and one side had Wrexham on. And uh, he was like really happy with them as far as I could tell. And then there was a funny uh, sequence where I was supposed to give Ryan his, but I was rushed because they actually came around to film for the documentary. They were filming me, um, 
painting Rob's shoes, but then because there was it was like too soon for me to get both pairs done, like they ended up just like kind of cutting it, which was a bit upsetting. But I think we'll get that again. Yeah, so I gave Rob his, and then I was like, oh yeah, Ryan, sorry, I've not got yours. And then obviously the actor in him triggered. He's like, oh, well, I don't believe you. It was quite funny. Have you caught any clips of Rob Mackle anywhere on your trainers? Uh, no, because I believe they were the wrong size. Oh. Uh, I did my research, but my research failed me, and he had to give them to his son to wear. So, so in terms of trying to get global and into America, is that something you've thought through at the moment, and you know um, how you'd go about doing that? I've had a couple of orders from America, which was nice. Um, so I am there, very slightly. I think just, I think, if I do the t-shirts and... I get enough people wearing them from from Wrexham and then even maybe some of the players. I think I think people will see it and they'll be like, all right, okay, we can be involved. So, yeah. so what what's your initial plans for this season then? Obviously, we'll start um, football season as we record. So I've actually I've got a couple of pairs still to, to do for Mullen because he's he's dropped off a few pairs of me and that was like, all right, okay, I'll keep me busy. Um, and I'm just I'll probably pick off a couple more players just to do. I thought because I'd like to have the whole team at one point wearing a wearing them. That'd be really cool if they all had custom shoes on. It'd be hard because obviously the team rotates a lot, but yeah, I think it's something I can make happen. It's quite a big squad they've got now as it well, is, isn't yeah, it? So it that'd be a lot of work for you. Definitely. Yeah. Okay, so what does success look like to you? Um, it's a strange for me. It was. I don't even know if I have been successful. To be honest, I've been successful in terms of people like notoriety a little bit. Um, I think it's just at the moment I'm kind of just doing it for me. It's like it, it's like a feel good factor. I think because I was a bit not in a hole, but I was a bit like treading water. I, was, I didn't really know what to do with myself, and this has given me a sense of purpose. I think so. I guess that could be. I could come under success. It does, yeah. Um, I think the money will come in the future, but at the moment it's just about creating these these memories and these moments that I can look back on and think, yeah, I did that. Is, is there, say, a minimum point you think you need to get the business to where you can sit back and think, I've done it, I'm really happy with um, where I am and I've achieved what I want? If I can change my life from it, then I guess that's... I've changed my life at the moment anyway. Not massively, but more like a mental side of it. It's been like, I've got something to be proud of, but I've not really done anything, so it's, it's a weird one. Like, I don't see myself, like, a lot, I've had a lot of people from where I grew up, like, in, up in Brumbo, and I could be, oh, you, you've made it, I said, no, I haven't, I said, I'm nowhere near, nowhere near, I'm the same as you, I've just, I've just done something created something very small and it's just going to grow hopefully. Okay and then um, if you had one piece of advice that you could give to someone who was looking to start a business in your field or in any field at all what's the one thing you've learned that you think a new business owner would need to be aware of or could really benefit from? Just give it a go honestly if you've got any interest in anything anything at all just just try just to, like just attempt it because you just never know. Like I keep, I, I, it's easy for me to say because it's like, oh, I'm doing it, but it's just that simple. It's just if you have a passion about something, or you even a slight interest in something, 
and you kind of sit there and think, oh, what if I did this? Oh, it'd be cool if I did this. Just try because the worst that can happen is you're not good at it or you fail at it. But you can just try again with something else. Like, and it's not fail, it's learning, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. Every, every uh, loss is a lesson, I suppose. A lot of what we consider the top entrepreneurs have had businesses yeah. that haven't worked, haven't they? And of course. They've grafted around until they've found what, what works for them. Yeah. The one thing I think from this conversation that, that I think is a really good learning is don't be scared to use direct methods of selling yeah. is what worked for you. I think it's getting, very easy to just put posts on Instagram and Twitter and expect people to start following you. Yeah. Obviously that is very difficult, it doesn't happen. So you've really sort of gone the more direct route yeah. and, and knocked on people's doors and there's definitely a place for that old fashioned Yeah, I think within reason, like, just they're not getting people's faces, but literally just let them know that you're there and you're serious, and people will take you seriously. Like if you're there saying, "I'm, this is what I want to do," I'd love it. I'd love you to be a part of it. I'd love to do this for you. I think it's hard for people to turn down. Like, yeah, you just got to be direct, I guess. Yeah. And and you found a niche product that you know the people you're yeah. you're approaching would likely want. Yeah, you know it's something that will will get their interest. Like I've changed as a person in the past three years, like massively because of this. It's like I said, it's given you, it, it's built like a sense of confidence in which I can come to somebody and offer them something, whereas before I had nothing to offer. So yeah, that's like changed my mindset as a person, I believe. So what sort of skills do you think you've you've developed along the way then? Communication skills. Um, yeah, I guess just confidence. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just it's become a lot easier to to speak with people and be direct and yeah. I just think it's it, like I said, it's just changed my whole persona. I think. Okay. Always finish these podcasts by giving the, the interviewer a chance to highlight another business that they think deserves the spotlight put on them. Could be someone you use for your business mm-hmm. or someone you use as a sort of direct consumer. Is there any recent businesses you want to? throw our spotlight onto? Uh, the pencil craftsman, um, Liam Stokes, yep. some of the work he's been putting out is ridiculous. Um, Another one operating with your friend Paul? Uh, yeah, I just think he deserves it because I've been in to see him and he's such a modest, humble guy but some of the stuff he's putting out is ridiculous and that mural was just insane. Um, and yeah, I just think he deserves more credit than what he, what he gets. Really. So I'd agree on the, the pencil craftsman, that is a ridiculous talent he's got. Yeah. The mural is, I, I couldn't even contemplate yeah, it's amazing. thinking about drawing that. Like that's, that's the thing, it's, that's a big thing as well, like he's so talented as well. And then the stuff that I've done in the past that's taken me hours and hours to do and my best work and nobody's really seen it. And then something like the F the Tories pair, which is quite a simple design, gets so much attention. So it can be quite frustrating for artists when stuff like that happen, but this is the world we live in and this is social media, I'm afraid. It is. Um, right, so John, thank you very much for being on the, the Reps and Business Spotlight. It's been great to learn more about your business, your path, um, and what you've got ahead of you and what you're planning to do is is fantastic. So I'm sure everyone will, will enjoy keeping an eye out for you. Yeah. And uh, watching those Reps and Players' feet as they're, yeah. they're running up and down the race course. So thanks so much for being on. Thanks very much. Top man. No matter how high I fly, no matter how far.
everybody it's adrian here thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Wrexham business spotlight podcast it's very much appreciated please also support our guests and their wonderful businesses you can like and subscribe to this you could share the podcast so your friends can enjoy it and you could also find us on social media on facebook and instagram leave your comments leave your thoughts and let us hear your feedback thank you very much and see you on the next episode